Start off with the nugget. Amen. Um, this one was for Wednesday, if, if you were not here Wednesday. Be yourself. This is Wednesday's nugget. Be yourself. Everyone else is taken. Everybody's saying, I like to be so and so. I like to be yourself. Be all you can be in Christ Jesus. Amen. Gloria. And the nugget for today it's an acronym. Okay? It's a word that, a word that you write Berkeley, not. Okay? The word is SOAP. S O A P. It stands for Scripture, Observation. Application and prayer. Again, acronym is SOAP. The word SOAP stands for Scripture, Observation, Application, and Prayer. So anytime you see SOAP, you have something new to think about. Amen. Okay. Wednesday, also Wednesday. Let me just get a couple of things here. Wednesday, we, we spoke about... Um, God's character. And we said in order to be effective in our Christian life, we need to have revelation of three things. Before going any further, pray. We pray. Father, we thank you, Lord, that uh, your word is true. We thank you, Lord, that your Holy Spirit who is in us, Father God, will rise up, Father God, give us greater revelation, Father God, to that which is being taught, Father God, uh, that we might go forth, Father God, in, in the power and the might of your word. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, the first one, again, in order to be effective in a Christian life, we need to have three revelations of things. One, who the Father is. Who the Father is. Abba, Father. Two, who you are in Christ Jesus. And number three, three, you need to know who the enemy is. And what he uh, has come to do. That's the devil, Satan. But we need to know also that this enemy has been defeated. Just like that song says, Satan, the blood of Jesus is against you. So Satan has been defeated. And we have been seated also in the heavenly places according to the scripture. So Father, we praise you. We just give you thanks. Now, character is also revealed through name titles, through name titles. So I'm going to give you an example. I'm going to give you an example of myself. You'll find out a little bit about myself, so you have a little bit more uh, character to understand. David Jacob, son of Valentine and Elizabeth Jacob. David Jacob, brother to sisters Nancy and Rita. Airman first, David Jacob. Air Police, U.S. Air Force. David Jacob, PG&E, Power Plant Assistant, Control Operator. David, husband to Peggy. David, father of, to Dennis, Mike, and Matthew. Pastor Dave, which is kind of glory Christian fellowship. You can see each name is relevant to me, but now you have an understanding a little bit more. I could give you a bunch more, but each and every one of you can do the same thing with your name. 
it kind of describes you. It gives you a little bit of the characteristics. You know, so we can, we're going to build upon that this morning. Not me, but the word, okay? Faith belongs or begins where the will of God is known, okay? So if you'll turn with me to the Old Testament, to the book of Malachi, that uh, 3M section of your Bible, Malachi. Starting with Malachi. Okay. Malachi chapter 3. Looking at verse 6. Reads as such. From the King James. For I am the Lord. I change not. I am the Lord. I change not. So we're going to look at some of the characteristics as he, that that the Bible shows us of him, and we're going to see he can't change. If he's one, one, we're going to look at his names, if he's one name of this, he has to be, when the other name comes up, he has to be part of it. You can't scramble us apart, okay? Okay. God's character is revealed through his names. In Exodus, when he spoke to Moses, he says, I am that I am. That was Jehovah, the Lord God. Another area, he spoke, we hear the name Adonai. It means Lord and Master. His name is, was so holy, or is so holy, that... The, the Jewish people would not would consider it too holy to say his name. Still, then, then we, at the very beginning of your Bible in Genesis, he's called Elohim, the God creator, speaking the God of Trinity, because... He said, let us make man in our image, okay? Then El Shaddai, we hear the word El Shaddai, the name El Shaddai means the mighty God. The God who's more than enough. So we have El Shaddai on our side. Glory to God, hallelujah. Now, there are other names that, there are seven redemptive names that we are going to look, particularly look at this morning. Um, it reveals his character and his attributes, okay? Uh, again, you cannot separate his names, or his names are, are, are individual, but you can't separate them. They're all intertwined, you could say. Um, you, can't, you cannot separate God's nature. So these, these names we're going to see is God's nature coming into play. Um, if he isn't one, then he's not the other. So you can't say, well, I believe this part of God, but I don't believe that part. Then you're, you're, just, you're just destroying yourself because you're ter ter it's just like the Word of God. It's the Word. 
You can't say, well, I like this one, but where it comes to this part, I don't like it. It doesn't happen that way. It's all or nothing. And um, we can't pick and choose anymore. You can pick the, the, the promises, and he tells you how to choose. He says, choose life. So what we're going to look at are his names that give us life. Amen. Amen. The names reveal him as meeting every need of man. His names meet every need of mankind, okay? Um, we need to have these names to be made alive ourselves. Glory to God. When, when you hear God's name, songs that we sang this morning, they, ha, they should have moved us. I'm, uh, you know, every time you know, we sing some great songs, I feel like, you know, when, when I get up there, I want to be part of that choir. <laughs> to sing, sing before the Lord all the time. That would be great. I believe he'll grant some of these things to us. And if, some of those songs, they just, just make you weep, cry for joy, knowing of who he is and how he can operate in our lives. Okay. So let's turn to Genesis chapter 22. In the book of Genesis chapter 22. Verse 14. And Abraham called the name of that place Jehovah-Jireh. Jehovah-Jireh. And if you recall, this is where uh, Abraham was called by God to go to a distant place to sacrifice his son Isaac. Jehovah-Jireh means God will provide. The Lord sees and provides the sacrifice. You know, God sacrifices things for you daily. Wow! I mean, He loves us so much. He has sacrificed things for us. To be blessed. He says, I'm going to bless you. But again, he says, this day I have given you, choose life and not death. And uh, unfortunately, like I said, sometimes we, we drift when we know we're not supposed to. And we just think, oh, it's just a little, little, it's just in the gray area. God doesn't operate in gray areas. So we, we cannot operate in gray areas. Um, I think I should have ran over everybody's toes on that one, but it's a matter of being rightful. Okay, uh, let's let's go to the book of Philippians, chapter four. We're just going to be running all over the Bible this morning. Book of Philippians, chapter four. Jehovah Jireh, 
the God who will provide. Yes, amen. Philippians 4.19 But my God shall supply all your seeds according to the riches in glory by Christ Jesus. Yes, From the Amplified it reads, And my God will liberally supply, fill to the full your every need according to his riches in glory in Christ Jesus. What? Whoa! Supplies all your needs. We shouldn't think that we, we lack anything. He says he's going to supply everything our need. We just have to line up according to his word. Receive that which he's wanting us to receive. When we read something in the word, it tells us the change we need to what? Change not have a... discussion about something. He says, his ways are, are higher than our ways. So we need to follow him. Because he says, choose life. Amen. This morning, we have to choose life. Okay, let's, uh, since we did that, and my God should supply all our needs, let's go to Matthew chapter 6. Matthew chapter 6. Jehovah Jireh, Matthew chapter 6. Matthew chapter 6. Jesus is speaking here. Verse 31. Therefore take no thought, saying, What shall we eat? Or what shall we drink? Or wherewith shall we be clothed? For after all these things do the Gentiles seek... For your heavenly Father knoweth that ye have need of all these things. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all those things shall be added unto you. Sounds like he's Jehovah Jireh. He is supplying all our needs. He said, don't worry about it. Just seek my face. Seek my kingdom. And uh, so often we, we look... For everything else in life. We are trying to climb the ladder of, to success or to be successful or whatever. So seek ye first. Then these things shall be added into you. Uh, we have things backwards. We're, we're looking for the things and then, okay God, thank you. If he did it that way, he would give us another warning. He says, he already gave the children of God, he says, once you come, come to the land and you are in the land with milk and honey and you're doing good, don't forget me. Right. Don't forget me. Uh, unfortunately, we, are, we live in a land of milk and honey. I'm going on the political side again. We live in a land of milk and honey, but we have forgotten God. And when we forget God, things begin to take place in our country. Uh, we tell our children, if you can't pray to God, you can't look at the Ten Commandments, etc. Look what has happened to our children since, since those things. Uh, laws came down from 
the Supreme Court. Terrible things have taken place. We need to put God back where he belongs. Right. On top, not on the bottom. Amen. Okay, let's look at the next na uh, name. Let's go to back to the book of Exodus chapter 15 this, this time. That's Exodus chapter 15. Ac ac <laughs> Exodus chapter 15, looking at verse 26. We're going to read the whole thing, but it's the last part that we want to, uh, we will find his name. And he said, If thou wilt diligently hearken unto the voice of the Lord thy God, and wilt do that which is right in his sight, and wilt give ear to his commandments, and keep his statutes, I will put none of the diseases upon thee, which I have brought upon the Egyptians. For I am the Lord that healeth thee. Jehovah Rapha. The Lord that heals, that restores the soul. Amen. Glory to God. We need, to, we need to, you know, call upon him. Amen. And receive the healing power that he says he's given us. He says if we'll, we would do these things, None of these things would take place or diseases would come upon us. Glory to God. Um, let's now go back to the book of Matthew. I said we're going to jump around finding out where these names are. Matthew chapter 8. Verse 17. That's 817. This is Jehovah Rapha. Then it might be fulfilled which was spoken by Isaiah the prophet, saying, Himself took our infirmities and bare our sicknesses. Glory to God. Hallelujah. He's our healer. He restores us. Glory to God. A lot of us need restoring. This means spiritually, physically, mentally. You know, devil works overtime on individuals. He just doesn't attack the body. When he attacks the body, he attacks your mind. He says, there it goes. You've been, you've been confessing that it doesn't take place. So it affects the mind. When the body is attacked. So, but it says here, Jehovah Rapha, the Lord that's my healer. Anything that comes against you must be pulled down. 2 Corinthians 5, 17, pulling down strongholds and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. Amen. Amen. We need to keep the word. Know that he is our healer. 1 Peter, 1 Peter, still on this name, Jehovah Rapha. First, going to 1 Peter chapter 2. Here's Jehovah Rapha. 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 24. Who his own self bear our sins in his own body on the tree that was that we, being dead to sin, should live unto righteousness. 
by whose stripes ye were healed. We were healed by Jehovah Rapha. Glory to God. We can have our health restored. It's just, it's a matter of taking God's word and receiving it and just saying, you know, I don't feel it. We're not supposed to go by feelings. We walk by faith and not by or feeling. So we need to look at God's word and say, your word is true. Call those things that be not as though they were. Abraham looked at his body that was 100 years old. He says, no way. But after God, he got to talk to God, he says, hey, there is a way. I call my body strong. Hello. Some of us need to get a hold of the word in different areas. He's our healer. Uh, since we're in that, that area of the, the Bible, let's turn to 3 John. 3 John. Verse 2. 3 John, verse 2. Beloved, I wish above all things that thou, thou mayest prosper and be in health even as thy soul prospers. From the Amplified, Beloved, I pray that you may prosper in every way, that your body may keep well, even as I know your soul keeps well and prospers. Notice the body and soul is needing to work together. That is where Romans 12, 1 and 2 comes into place. We need to renew our mind. Be transformed into God's way of thinking. And you're going to be called a nutcake for saying it. Well, you got cold symptoms, I can tell. You're as sick as a dog. I'm going to do it just like God told me. I'm going to call things that be not as though they were. I am healed. I'm in excellent health. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Amen. We need to wake up to the scriptures. Right. Even in the scriptures that we looked at, have looked at thus far, they're very simple and bold. Amen. But we, we overlook them because, well, I just don't feel that way. Others... Others are telling me it doesn't work that way. And what do we, we convince ourselves out of what God's word tells us. We become double-minded, wishy-washy. When you're double-minded, our life is built on sand. So when the storms, the temptations, and trials come, We shift. We shift off of God's word. We can't be shifting. We can't be double-minded. We have to stay in tune with God's word. Well, well, that person died of that, that disease. Well, the disease lost. He didn't, that disease didn't go to heaven with him. Wow. 
They, the Lord's up there. Oh, you poor guy. Get a couple of angels over here and surround him and cover him in prayer. No. When we get there, there's going to be nothing but rejoicing, praising. We need to get happy. We need to be enthusiastic about what God, God has in store for us. Through his names, we find out a lot of good things. Now let's go to the book of Jeremiah, chapter 33. We go to Jeremiah a number of times, but this time we're going to go to chapter 33. Oh, glory to God. Hallelujah. We're going to look at verse 16. Look at one of, uh, these are the covenant names that we need to uh, really get a hold of. Jeremiah 16, uh, pardon me, Jeremiah 33, verse 16. In those days shall Judah be saved, and Jerusalem shall dwell safely. And this same name wherewith she shall be called the Lord our righteousness. Jehovah God, the Lord our righteousness. Amen. Glory to God. Think about it. Righteousness. Where did we hear that before? Turn with me to 2 Corinthians this time. You know, let your fingers do the walking. Okay. Uh, for some of you, it's just, you know, typing it in. But others, that's 2 Corinthians. Did I give you 2 Corinthians chapter 5? Last verse of Second uh, Corinthians five, verse twenty-one: For he hath made him to be to be sin for us, who knew no sin, that we might be made the righteousness of God in Him. The righteousness of God. Think about that. Right there, there's nothing there. It is dark. Light emanates. Light emanated through the Lord. Because he's righteous. It says we've been made that righteousness. Oh, glory to God. This little light of... It should be little. It should be a flame. It should make, pardon the expression, the hell fires dim. Think about that one. Our righteousness. Romans, back up. Romans chapter 3. Romans chapter 3. Look at verse 22. You need to, this one you need to shout on. So I know you're alive out there. <laughs> Romans chapter 3, look at verse 22. Even the righteousness of God, which is by faith of Jesus Christ, unto all that call upon them that 
believe, for there is no difference. There is no difference in the righteousness that you have and the righteousness of Jesus. It says there's no difference. And what's the devil telling you? You slob, you. You messed up. No. Jesus said, before the throne of God, and the devil comes up, look at, they messed up. Jesus said, no, they've been covered by the blood. They're righteous in my eyes. Just as long as you take 1 John 1, 9, keep the slate clean. Some of us are a little slow in keeping the slate clean. We, we compound it. We wait to the end of the day. Oh, Lord, you remember this morning I did this? Oh, Lord, I, I, I took that per- person's parking spot. To, they were waiting patient. You know, oh, you know. should have backed out of the parking space and let that person come in. But no, no, I'm in a hurry. They'll get it. They'll, get, they'll find a better one. You can't wait. That's really letting our light shine. That right, righteous light shine. Oh, wow. Well, since we're there in Romans 3, look at verse 26. I declare and say, say at this time his righteousness that it might be just and justifier of him which believes in Jesus. If you're believing in Jesus, you have righteousness. A few years back, uh, uh, holding a Bible study, and somebody kept on saying, yeah, but the Bible says my righteousness is is filthy rags. Well, I'm just thinking, well, he's right. My righteousness is filthy rags. But I'm not claiming my righteousness. I'm claiming the Lord's righteousness who's been placed upon me. That's why you can walk into dark places and, and, and people kind of, what's going on? Yep. You come in there with a new presence. Darkness doesn't want, want to be around you. True. I remember when they got born again. Oh, you're feeling great. And some of the fellows are we're having a party. And you say, yeah, it's time to party. And you walk in there. And everything is kind of, what's going on? And people kind of look at you like, uh, what happened to you? I received Jesus. Uh, Pretty soon you're not invited to any more parties. Because what your light shines the darkness, shines on the darkness. And they don't want to have any part of it because the world likes to operate in darkness. Christians like to operate in grayness. Hello. Some say, uh, yeah, we do. We like to operate in grayness. We're not supposed to wipe the slate clean. 
Jehovah, said Canoe. Our righteousness. Okay, the next, next one. Back to Exodus chapter 17 this time. Next name, that's covenant name that's given to us. Exodus chapter 17. Verse 15. And Moses built an altar and called the name of it Jehovah Nisi. The Lord God, my banner. He's a canopy over us. He's like that umbrella. When you're walking in the rain, you don't get wet with the umbrella. He's the canopy. He's our canopy. He's our banner. He's the, he's the one that we follow. We're not, to, we're not to run. Colossians. Let's look at this banner. The Lord God, my banner, my canopy. Book of Colossians. Chapter 2. This is a banner. Verse 15. And having spoiled principalities and powers, he made a show of them openly, triumphing over them in it. That's the banner we have. Triumphant. Romans 6.37, I believe it is. We're more than conquerors. Because we are under the banner of the Lord Jesus Christ. Oh, glory to God. Hallelujah. Well, let's go on to 1 John. 1 John chapter 4. Look at this banner. 1 John 4 and verse 4. Ye are of God, little children, and have overcome them. Because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. I'm going to read from the Amphite. Little children... You are of God. You belong to Him. Boy, that, that, that's enough right there to set, set your feet to dancing. And have already defeated and overcome the agents of Antichrist. Because He who lives in you is greater and mightier than He that is in the world. What a banner. If we just shout out. Jehovah Nisi is my banner. When the, the enemy rises, look up. He says, uh-oh, they're coming in in the name of Jehovah Nisi. I, I, can't, I don't stand a chance. Because I've been defeated by him. Satan, the blood of Jesus, set, you for, set us free. Glory to God. Let's now go to the book of Romans one more time. This is Jehovah Nisi, our banner. Romans chapter 8. Romans 8. And verse 31. 31. 
What shall we then say of these things? If God be for us, if God be for us, who can be against us? You and, you and God are a majority. Yes, amen. You and God, when, when you know you're under the banner, you can be as brave as David walking out to meet Goliath. Think about it. This is the banner that you carry. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Uh, let's go one more time to book of Colossians on this one. You're taking good notes, I believe. Verse 13. Colossians 1. 13, who hath delivered us from the power of darkness and has translated us into the kingdom of his dear son. What a banner. That's right. It's a banner. It's not like sports banners. Every year they have a new, they crown a new team. You know, they're number one for that. That's only for a year. Then the, then, then the team's got to play again next year to find out who's going to be the champion. You're on God's side. Amen. There, this goes on. It doesn't stop. Amen. It doesn't stop. From now into eternity, yes, amen. you have the same banner. And what does it say? Who hath delivered us from the power of darkness. Amen. I mean, there's a lot of, this is simple, but think about it, the power of darkness. Those things that plague us are not to be plaguing us. You're a new creature in Christ Jesus. All things have passed away. 2 Corinthians 5, 17. All things have passed away. Oh, glory to God. We, you recall about a couple weeks ago we talked about Jesus healing the ten lepers. <laughs> the star fell. <laughs> Well, for those that are hearing it. Okay. You recall, going back to the ten lepers, Jesus healed them all. Only one came back to what? Thank him. And what happened when he thanked him? He was made whole. We have been made whole. Oh, too many donuts, she says. I tell you what. They're in a hideaway. 
who hath delivered, verse 13, who hath delivered us from the power of darkness and translated us into the kingdom of his dear son. Hallelujah. I'm going to read that from the Amplified. The Father has delivered and drawn us unto himself out of, out of the control and dominion of darkness and has transferred us into the kingdom of his son, of his love. It didn't say that it's, you're there for a moment. Into his kingdom. What does God, the word of God tells us what happens when Jesus, his kingdom shall come. It shall never end. Well, glory to God, you're in a kingdom that shall never end. Just kick the devil in the teeth. Okay. Let's go to the book of Judges this time, looking at a different name. Joshua Judges. Okay. Judges chapter 6. Okay, verse 24. Judges 6, 24. And Gideon built an altar there unto the Lord and called it Jehovah Shalom. Yes, amen. The God of peace. The God of prosperity. Amen. I like the greetings that, that the Hebrew people use. Shalom. Yes. Peace be unto you. Shalom. Prosperity be yours. When they leave each other, when they leave they don't say goodbye. They say shalom again. Amen. Have peace. Carry God's peace. Amen. Have his prosperity. It's been given unto us. Yes. Amen. Well, we got a lot on, on shalom. Psalms 23. In Psalms chapter 23. Verse 24, uh, pardon me, 23, verse 4. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I shall fear no evil, for thou art with me, thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. There's that peace. You guys should have a Jericho march in here pretty soon. Okay, go to Isaiah chapter 53. Isaiah 50, we're looking at Jehovah Shalom. Isaiah 53. Verse 5. He was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. And with his stripes we were healed. There's that peace. When the enemy attacks you, and he does, we need to have peace, knowing that God is with me. We should, have, we should not have confusion come upon us. Too many of us allow confusion to come on us. Well, is this what the word really means? Just hang on to the word. It's the word. The word's not going to change. It should change, the word should change us. 
we don't change the word. Isaiah chapter 26. Oh, glory to God. Verse 3. Thou wilt keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on thee because he trusts in thee. Keeping our mind on the Lord, on the word, will give us peace and prosperity. They go hand in hand. Too many of us are, are out there trying to push for the prosperity and we're not having any peace. We got it backwards. Call on the Jehovah Shalom for peace. Then the prosperity comes. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay, John chapter 14. Well, I didn't type this one out right. Okay. Okay, see why that I'm in the wrong chapter. <laughs> okay, John. I'm sorry. John 14. 27. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give unto you. Not as the world giveth. I giveth I unto you. Let your heart not be troubled, neither be afraid. He's given us his peace. Think that Jesus was worried about anything? The storm came up. They were on the boat. It was being tossed to and fro. He went to the back of the boat to sleep. Peaceful sleep. What he had to do to the storm? He calmed the storm. And he says, Peace I give unto you. He calms any storm that we have Amen. if we'll call upon him. As Jehovah Shalom. These are the covenant names. These, these all describe what Jesus is. Or are. Glory to God. And Philippians chapter 4. In Philippians chapter 4. Verse 6 and 7. That's Philippians 4 verses 6 and 7. The peace of God which passes all understanding shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. And finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are good report, if there be any virtue, if there be any praise, think on these things. You notice he didn't say, worry about your temptations, worry about your troubles. Worry about the circumstances. Worry about the, the situations that are coming against you. He says, think on the good things. Because that's what's going to give you peace and that's what's going to set you above. Too, ma too, ma too many of us are calling those things that be as be. Or as are, I should say. We need to change them. 
That's why you've got those two lips. They're supposed to speak God's word. Call those things that be not as though they were. Call out God's word. His ways are higher than ours. Oh, glory to God. Jehovah Shalom, the God, our peace, our prosperity. Okay, let's go to the book of Ezekiel this time. We'll find a new name. Ezekiel 48. Last verse of that chapter. Ezekiel 48, looking at verse 35. It was around about 18,000 measures, and the name of the city from that day shall be the Lord is there. The Lord is there. Jehovah Shammah. The Lord is there. The Lord who's present with you. He's always with us. In that city, the Lord is there. Well, He says that he indwells each and every one of us. He's here. When you walk in, he's here. When you walk out, he's with you. Whoa, glory to God. Hebrews chapter 13. Oh, glory to God. Hallelujah. Jehovah Shammah. The Lord is here. Hebrews 13, looking at verse 5. We're going to look at the latter part of it, but we'll read the whole thing. Let your conversation be without covetousness and be content with such things as ye have. For he has said, I will never leave thee nor forsake thee. God is not going to leave you. God will not leave you. Even in the darkest hours, he's not going to leave you. He's going to give you the light. Romans 8. In the book of Romans, chapter 8. Verse 11, Jehovah Shammah. But the spirit of him that raised up Christ Jesus from the dead, dwell in you. He that raised up Christ from the dead shall also quicken your mortal bodies by his spirit that dwelleth in the other guy. By his spirit that dwells in only football players. By the spirit that dwelleth in Only women. That dwells in you. The Spirit dwells in you. He's not going to leave us nor forsake us. Verse 16. The Spirit himself bear witness to our spirit that we are his children. He's with us. 1 Peter. 
these are names that uh, we need to become familiar with in some aspects. God's characteristics. That's 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 23. Being born again, not of corruptible seed, but incorruptible by the word of God, which liveth and abideth forever. The seed's in you. It liveth and bideth forever. Wow. No wonder David could walk out there and meet Goliath. He says, I got God on my side. Me and God make the majority. Satan, the blood of Jesus, is against you. Okay, Psalms 23. We're getting close to the end here. Psalms chapter 23. Verse 1. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want Jehovah Raph the Lord my shepherd if you know anything if you ever read about a shepherd he leads his flock into green pastures still waters he guards them from the enemy Amen. we've got a good shepherd he's not going to leave you nor forsake you it's, that's, it, the thing is He's not going to leave us. But, but what, did he, what did Jesus say? A man had a had hundred sheep and 99 were in the fold. What did he do? He, he looked for the one that was missing. How'd that one get missing? They wandered off. Let's not wander off. Let's not wander off. And 1 Peter chapter 2. And we're getting close to the end. Holy glory to God. 1 Peter chapter 2. Verse 25. For we as sheep gone astray, but are now returned unto the shepherd and bishop of our souls. From the Amplified, for you were going astray like so many sheep, but now you have come back to the shepherd and guardian, the bishop of our souls. We need to always come back to the Lord. Yes. Quit seeing if, if the grass is greener on the other side. Amen. Or the drinking water is clearer on the other side. When we do... We muddy up the waters for other sheep. Stay put. Because he's your shepherd. Now all these characteristics, these seven names that we just gave you, they're all wrapped up in one name. That name is Jesus. Jesus met every criteria of the seven 
covenant names. First John, first John. Let's see this. First John chapter four. First John chapter four, verse seventeen. Herein is our love made perfect, that we have boldness in the day of judgment, because as he is. As he is, so are we in this world. Jesus, as he is, we are in this world. More than conquerors. Light of the world. Salt unto the world. We are to go out at the highways and byways and go fishing. Some of us better get, get out there in the fishing boat. Hello. Philippians chapter 2. Let's begin with verse 7. That's Philippians 2, 7. But made himself of no reputation and took upon him the form of a servant and was made in the likeness of men. And being found in the fashion of, as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. Wherefore God hath highly exalted him and given him the name which is above every name. Yes, what names did we just got, get through looking at? All the redemptive names. And it's above those names. It, that, that name encompasses all the names that we've just looked at. That the name of Jesus, every knee should bow everything of things in heaven, and things in the earth, and things under the earth. Glory to God. Takes in everything. It's the name of Jesus. Turn a couple pages to the book of Colossians, chapter 2. Beginning in verse 9. For in him dwelleth all the fullness of the Godhead bodily. All those names that we saw are in him bodily. And we are complete in him, which is the head of all principality and power, in whom also are you circumcised with the circumcision made without hands in putting off the body of sins of the flesh by the circumcision of Christ. Glory to God. It's Jesus that sets us free. Oh, glory to God. And the, our final one we'll look at is John chapter 14. That's the book of John chapter, pardon me. 17. John 17. Beginning with verse 1. These words spake Jesus and lifted up his eyes to heaven and said, Father, the hour hath come, glorify thy Son, that thy Son may also may glorify thee. 
as thou hast given him power over all the flesh, that he should give eternal life to as many as thou hast given him. And this is life eternal, that they might know thee and the only true God and Jesus Christ, whom thou hast sent. Glory to God. It's the name of Jesus. You know, all those names that we looked at, they're all encompassed in Jesus. You saw everything, or you should have saw everything that he was, he is. And you can't take one thing, well, healing is not for today. Well, if healing's not for today, he's not Jehovah Jireh. He's not your sh- shepherd. He's not your provider. It's a, you take, it's a whole package. You take it all or nothing. And too many of us want to be picky and choosy. You know, he gives us gifts and he says, you know, we should ask for the best gifts or or want the best gift. The best gift that you have is the time that you need it. You might need the gift of faith. Or you might need the gift of healing or discernment. What, whatever that time is, you need that gift. You just won't, don't want to operate in one. Because somebody operating in faith could be deceived by somebody because you don't have the operation of, of discerning of spirits. So we need the whole package. God has given us the whole package. And it's all wrapped up inside you. And to find out how those gifts operate, you need to get into his word. And he'll open up new horizons to us. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. That wraps that up. Let's all stand. Glory to God.